Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, the only game in the NHL, Blues and Jets scoreless after the first period. Oilers on a bye. They will be back at it next Tuesday at Detroit. You know the deal. Edmonton 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Uh, Horvat traded to the Islanders for Ratu, Beauvillier, and a conditional first rounder this summer. And we'll talk more about the uh, NFL playoff games yesterday. Blake Dermott's going to hop on in about half an hour. And uh, also Bobby Hall passing away at the age of 84. And for some perspective on that, I am pleased to welcome back to the show, formerly of CJOB in Winnipeg, Bob Irving. Bob, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm good, Reed. How are you? Well, I'm happy to talk to you, though I, I wish we were under a little happier circumstances. But, uh, you know, Dave Campbell, when he and I have our, our morning phone meeting to get the show rolling, he says uh, probably nobody better to talk about Bobby Hall and Bobby Hall's tenure with the Winnipeg Jets and the WHA than you, sir. So thanks for making time for us. Um, I mean, first of all, coming to the Jets, the contract, all that kind of stuff. What do you remember about that story? Uh, I guess the hype would have been different with no internet and less TV and stuff, but I imagine the hype was pretty big. Well, I think it stole headlines across the country of Canada for sure, Reed, and uh, it turned the hockey world upside down. Remember now in 1972, uh, Ben Hatskin and a bunch of people, Benny here in Winnipeg and a bunch of others were trying to start this this Rebel League, the World Hockey Association. Bobby Hull was arguably the biggest star in hockey. He and Gordie Howe were the two names that everybody knew. And across Canada, Bobby was a superstar. He was probably as well-known and as highly regarded as an athlete as Wayne Gretzky was in his prime in Edmonton. Uh, and I remember that very well. He was just he was an icon of the game. And so Benny Hatskin and his gang decided that if they were going to make this WHA thing work and provide credibility for it. They had to sign somebody with a big name and they went after Bobby Hall and they approached Bobby's rep or his agent, Harvey Weinberg and Harvey basically told them to get lost and they wouldn't give up and they kept pursuing him. And they finally said to Harvey Weinberg, we'll give Bobby a million dollars up front, 250,000 a year, for five years as a player, 100000 a year for five years as an executive. Total value, $2.75 million. Well, that kind of money, Reed, back then, you know, was unheard of in hockey. Uh, the teams in the NHL basically had the players under their thumb. There was no players' union. And Bobby and Harvey Weinberg were having trouble reaching agreement on a new deal with Chicago. And I guess Bobby Hull finally said to Weinberg, look, uh, if they can guarantee that this money will be there and the million up front, he said, I'll sign with them. And true to his word, he did. And there was a big celebration at the corner of Portage and Maine in Winnipeg in June of 1972. Bobby Hull signing with the Winnipeg Jets. And like I say, the hockey world couldn't believe it. It just was unbelievable that he would leave Chicago. The original six, remember now, that's what the NHL, well, actually, I think they'd expanded by then. But he was the biggest star in the game. And the fact that he would leave and, and go to Winnipeg just uh, 
really, really caught everybody. It shocked everybody. It shocked the entire hockey world. And so there you go. And then I came to Winnipeg in 1973, a year after the WHA started. And uh, as a kid growing up, Bobby Hall was my sports idol. And I arrive in Winnipeg at the age of 23, and every day I'm at the rink interviewing Bobby Hull, if you can believe it. Imagine what that would be like. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's the story of how he came to Winnipeg, and then he was there for the entire tenure of the WHA. And his presence, I believe, is what got Winnipeg, Edmonton, Hartford, and uh, Quebec City into the NHL. If Bobby hadn't signed, Bobby Hull hadn't signed in Winnipeg, I don't think the league would have survived and we wouldn't have had the expansion that occurred and got those teams in. Okay, first of all, I love how you tell the story. The first thing that came to mind was Bobby Hall paved the way for you to go to Winnipeg since he was there a year earlier. <laughs> I think that should be pointed yeah. out. Um, right. But but you made, a re- you made a really interesting observation at the end because, um, you know, most of us, it's like, okay, well, the, the Jets, Oilers, you know, and Whalers uh, and Nordiques joined the NHL, and that's just what happened. The WHA didn't make it. So I, I felt like, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this I think this is a, a fun place to take the conversation. The WHA was a relatively short-lived league. Is it even mm-hmm. shorter-lived if Bobby Hall doesn't go to Winnipeg? And then do these teams, if they only last a year, if the league only lasts two or three years, the NHL is probably uh-huh. not going to say, okay, we'll pick a couple markets and put them in our league. Well, Bobby Hall gave the WHA the kind of credibility it needed, Reed, to survive. Uh, you know, and that's an opinion, but it's one that is shared by dozens of people who were around the league at that time. And what it did was it attracted other players then who were with the NHL to jump to the WHA. It started sort of a chain reaction, and that was all a result of Bobby Hull signing in Winnipeg. And then a couple of years later, uh, more Europeans started coming over, Hedberg and, and Nielsen, the Winnipeg Jets, and you had a lot of them in Edmonton with the Oilers, not in the WHA days, but as time went on, and I think Bobby Hall signing in Winnipeg and the fact that the WHA survived played a role in, in that part of hockey growing as well. So, yeah, I don't yeah, – those of us in Winnipeg, most of us anyway, feel that had Bobby Hall not signed in Winnipeg in 1972, the WHA would never have survived, and we – would never have had a sniff of the National Hockey League. Uh, and you know, like I say, lots of people feel that way. And I think that's the legacy, part of the legacy that Bobby Hull leaves behind. He was a great player, obviously. And I think we all know there were lots of off-ice things that have tarnished his, you know, his career and his legacy for sure. And there's no escaping those. But from a purely hockey point of view, his impact on the game was immeasurable and should be seen as immeasurable forever. Well, and he clearly performed. I'm going to read his goal totals with the Jets in the regular season. 51, 53, 77, 53, 21. He only played about half the season. And then 46. And then in 78, 79, he only played four games. So, I, I mean... He he clearly came. I mean, but maybe maybe some the cynics among us might say, well, he feasted on some inferior competition at times. I don't know, but you still got to be pretty damn good to put the puck in the net that often. Well, I think it's fair to say he did feast on some inferior competition. There's no question about that. But remember, 
he was scoring 50 goals a season regularly in the National Hockey League. And I think, Gary, it's fair to say that had he stayed in the NHL, he would have continued to do that. He was only 32 when he signed with the Winnipeg Jets. And he scored 610 NHL goals. He probably would have hit 800 if he'd have stayed with the Chicago Blackhawks as a player. And again, you have to, I'm 72. I remember watching him as a player in the 60s and then in Winnipeg with the WHA. You couldn't take your eyes off him. He had a combination of power and speed and a big shot uh, that it was incomparable. And there's, there's no player like that today. You can talk about Alex Ovechkin, the great goal scorer, but he didn't carry the puck up the ice the way Bobby Hull did. Uh, he didn't have quite the speed, and he's fast enough, but he didn't have the speed that Bobby Hull had. He was one of the most dynamic players in hockey history. And for people in Winnipeg to have the chance to watch him play for seven years, you know, it would be it was unthinkable, right? In in early 1972, if you had said to Winnipeggers, you know what, you guys are going to have a pro hockey team, and Bobby Hull is going to be your star player. They said, "Ah, oh, get out of here!" Right. You know, you're, you're dreaming in Technicolor, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's that's the way it turned out. And uh, I think back to those days now, and it really was something else. Little old Winnipeg stole Bobby Hull, the biggest name in hockey from the Chicago Blackhawks in the NHL. And it was a guy named Ben Hatskin who deserves it. And of course, Wild Bill Hunter in Edmonton was involved in that group too. We shouldn't overlook that. But, uh, you know, those guys, uh, those guys uh, turned hockey upside down. Bob Irving joining us for some perspective on Bobby Hall tonight. And you make a good point about getting to 800 goals if he'd stayed in the NHL. You know, his total professional goals is 913 and then you could you know yeah. you could add Gretzky's in from his brief time in the WHL which opens a whole can of worms that I don't know we're going to get into tonight about how you should keep records um so you covered the Jets what was he like to deal with I, we, we mentioned that he excelled as a scorer there was some instability with the league did you ever get the sense he despite the money not regretted it, but had a bit of a what if I would have stayed in the NHL, or did that never factor in in your impression? He had some second thoughts. There's no doubt about it, Reed. And I'll tell you what, what sent him over the top in terms of feeling good about being in Winnipeg for those seven years is when Hedberg and Nielsen arrived from Sweden in 1974. Uh, a guy named Dr. Jerry Wilson from Winnipeg had been over in Sweden doing some work, and he discovered these players, these two players. Hedberg and Nielsen, he said, you know, would you guys think about going to North America, playing in Winnipeg for the Winnipeg Jets and playing with Bobby Hull? And they said, oh, that'd be pretty exciting. Anyway, the Jets wound up signing these guys, and it uh, breathed new life into Bobby Hull because now he had line mates, a center, and a right winger who would complement the speed and, and all the skills that he had in a way that he wasn't – you know, being able to see what the teammates that he had. So that just rejuvenated him and I think carried him through the rest of his time in the World Hockey Association. But there's no doubts he had some, uh, I guess, reservations from time to time because the WHA really had some difficult periods during those seven years. In terms of being an athlete to deal with, he's 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 a gem for those of it was a gem for those of us in the media. He was always available always accommodating, always friendly, uh, ask, answered any question you would ask him. Uh, I've never dealt with an athlete quite like him in that way in, in terms of his charisma. He had charisma that just 
poured out of him, and he owned Winnipeg. I mean, he was he was everywhere. He's at banquets and all. I mean, he really followed through. Uh, he wasn't one of these stars who took the money and then hid and didn't show up at different things. He was at all sorts of community events and doing all sorts of great things and signing autographs, and he never turned a fan away. He always had a smile and a greeting, and he made thousands of people feel good uh, on a weekly basis in Winnipeg simply by being Bobby Hall and signing their autographs or letting them take a picture and all the rest of it. So I speak him. I speak of him now, Reed. You asked me what he's like to deal with and what he was like as an individual in Winnipeg. That's what Bobby Hall was. Now, again, there's the things that have occurred, most of them since then in terms of the publicity he's received for you know things that he he should be ashamed of really uh, and that's the the part where it's it's challenging to assess Bobby Hull uh, overall as a player there's no question about what he was but as a human being there's lots of questions about that and it, it's really a, a conflicting thing so you know when you talk about him I think you have to factor those two in but from purely a hockey perspective he was unlike anybody I've seen uh, do you remember the last time you spoke with him? I don't know how often you would have talked to him after he yeah. retired. Oh, I saw him quite often. He would come back to Winnipeg quite often. I uh, I co-emceed a banquet with him, a Sons of Italy banquet in Winnipeg. It would be five or six years ago now, and I introduced him. I got to know him quite well, um, and uh, we had a real good relationship. And like I say, as a kid, he was my sports idol and you know, as time went on and you you heard about some of the things that he did that really, you know, made you rethink, I guess, your whole view of, of who he was. And, and that's, a, you know, I guess in my mind, it, I'm, I'm conflicted by it. I know of all the bad things he did, but I saw so many good things that he did. So it's one of those things where when I assess his sort of his life and who he was, it's not easy. Uh, well, in some ways it is, but in some ways it isn't. So anyway, I haven't seen it. I didn't see him since. Uh, his, I understood his health was failing in, in recent years. And uh, so he's uh, he lived a, a long life, though, at 84. Bob, really appreciate the perspective. I, I mean, it's great to get it from you. You were there covering him and the team firsthand and remember what it was like him being a, a Winnipeg Jet in the World Hockey Association. I always uh, enjoy having you on the show. I'm really grateful you took this time for us, Bob. I'm sure we're, we're going to find many reasons to bug you in the years to come, so I hope you're always ready for the request from Chad. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm retired, but I tell people I'm retired, but I'm still engaged. I'm still following things very closely, so read any time you want to have me on i'll be more than happy to do it right on that is bob irving checking in broadcasting legend nova no hesitation calling him that long time with cgob in winnipeg did the blue bombers games for many years and as he was telling you covered bobby hall with the winnipeg jets that is awesome perspective i, I think really important really relevant coming from bob irving with some memories of bobby hall on inside sports when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. <laughs> 
Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Also some perspective here from uh, the former Edmonton Oiler, Al Hamilton on Bobby Hall signing in the WHL, uh, WHA and it being a catalyst for change in the NHL. The the very fact that he signed there, I mean, we were we were all from an era. I was in New York and in, in Buffalo, and and we didn't weren't making any money. Um, the uh, they kind of had a captive market, and and uh, we really didn't have any power of, to change too many things. So when when Bobby jumped there, all of a sudden uh, that was an eye opener for all of us, and. Uh, and we saw that uh, Bill Hunter here in, in Edmonton, he came knocking on my door not too long after and and sold us a dream that, that few would envision. I mean, we were going up against the, the National Hockey League, which was long established and, and this is a brand new venture. And I mean, some of the franchises that they had at the start were going, Maybe, maybe not. But, but they sold us on the idea that this could could be a legitimate league, and he was a very important part of, of uh, opening the door for all of us. Al Hamilton, a little bit there on Bobby Hall, passing away at the age of 84. Kellen? Yes, uh, we have a text in from a unknown texter, but he says that March 1978, uh, he wanted to get a picture of Hedberg, Hull, and Nielsen. Bobby asked if the boy was my son, so got my three-year-old kid to put his uh, gloves on and stick. Few, if any, other players would do that. He sent the picture over. I'll send it to you uh, when I get the next opportunity to check it out. It is a very cool picture. Oh, nice. That's a hell of a memory. Thanks Mm -hmm. for sharing that. There we go. Exactly. And... uh, we got one from Dino that just says, hey, Reed, you and your, well, it says podcast team. I think he meant to say broadcast team. Rob and Bob are all awesome. That is all. Have a great night. That is from Dino. Well, the stuff does get podcast as well. Some people will listen on the podcast, I think, especially to Overtime Open Line. But we do appreciate that, Dino. Mm-hmm. And thanks for exactly. that uh, very personal story about Bobby Hall from one of our listeners as well. We'll uh, we'll get to a few more of your texts as we move along because I think we have uh, still some people having fun with the off-topic topic, your favorite amusement. Amusement Park ride and why as the mind bender at West Edmonton Mall will not be reopening as you heard Matthew Duchak telling you it's been shut down for a couple of years but it is done and football Blake Dermott of course we got to have him on 